are listening to man behind the machine. Connected. Hello, user. How's it going? Happy Easter. Happy Easter. I am modding a 3DS or attempting to. You want the, here, you want to see, there's the link to what I'm doing. I don't know, lots of people have 3DSs. I'm doing it for mine. Well, I mean, I play all kinds of things the on it, but now that uh, Nintendo is going to get rid of the uh, online store for it, I want to make sure that I'm, I've had everything fully legit on it for the whole time, but now that they're going to make it unusable just about, I'm going to go ahead and mod it. Yep, that's what I'm doing. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. You have to ask Google. Uh, so far. Partway through it right now. Slowly working on it. I guess we'll see once this is modded. Otherwise, I've gotten quite a bit of stuff done. Have you been on the BBS lately? Well, you should do that. I was talking to the guy who coded Trade Wars. He, he's coded the newer Trade Wars, and he's coded like some of... Swath and stuff, so he's like a programmer, and I was like, oh, if I get the opportunity to talk with this guy and learn stuff about it, I'm going to take advantage of it. Pretty rare opportunity there. Found me, actually. Saw me, saw me talking about different ideas that I had and questions that I had in one of the channels and sent me a friend request and wanted to talk. I was like, well, I'm going to take advantage of that for sure. About 101,000 yeah. results, 0.34 seconds. Polygon Atlas runs Nintendo 3DS sale before eShop shutdown okay. next year in February. 
Nintendo announced that it would no longer support the Wii U and 3DS airships, and they would be closed in the spring of 2023. 0.3 days ago, cult of Mac iPod Hi-Fi hack had support for Nintendo 3DS. The hack is super simple, requiring nothing more than a few basic adapters for iPod Hi-Fi's ancient 30-pin connector, so there's no need to pull. Point three weeks ago Kotaku Wai and Psy Shop channels have been down for days with no sign of return update Wai and Psy Shop channels have been down for days with no sign of return for the news that Nintendo was ending support of the DSi store. Point one month ago, the gamer indie developer brings seven new games to YEU and 3DS despite upcoming airship closure. This comes in the wake of news that Nintendo will be ending support for the YEU and 3DS next year. As of late March 2023, it will know. Point three weeks ago, The Verge inside the fight to save video game history in February, Nintendo announced it would shut down its 3DS and YEU. In other words, there's no point in saving a game if nobody can play. Point four weeks ago, Nintendo Life Airship closure be damned. This dev is bringing seven new. Hi everyone, I'm Gerald Dulay. I develop Silver Falls games, and I'm sprinting to submit seven YEU and 3DS to Nintendo right now. Not a lot of. Point three weeks ago, Nintendo support YEU and Nintendo 3DS Airship discontinuation. As of late March 2023. It will no longer be possible to make purchases in Nintendo Airship for the YEU system and the Nintendo 3DS family of systems. February 16, 2022 Nintendo Life Nintendo is closing the 3DS and YEU Airships and has no. We currently have no plans to offer classic content in other ways. Nintendo previously removed credit card support from the 3DS and YEU Airship. February 15, 2022 Digital Trends I paid $2 a day to play an abandoned YE Sports sequel No, but it's a very fitting YEU game as it's also a product, and YE Sports Club are YE Motion Plus support and the YEU gamepad. Point two days ago Nintendo Life which is the absolute best Nintendo console generation. Well okay, it's not technically the one that started it all. The YEU in 3DS represented an underdog generation for Nintendo. Point three days ago, one, two, three, four, five, six. Disconnected. You're listening to Man Behind the Machine.
Who's the dude? Face. 
Okay, I just thought I'd ask you. I'm watching this trailer right now. Yeah, let me know if you... Amiga Air. Yeah, where to start? I guess Hunter's 
laptop, which we've heard about for the last couple of years now. If you really know what's going on, yeah, we heard about it two years ago. Kim.com was a little late to the game. That information on WikiLeaks uh, has also been out for a minute or two. Um, they also have other stuff um, that has to do with the Russian collusion, 911, Afghanistan, Iraq, um, Gitmo. The list just goes on and on and on of what they do have. Um, I, people send me links all the time to that, and uh, thank you for sending me that link too. I always am interested. Um, but yeah, it's out there. It's been out there for a minute. All right, so listen, hear me out. Now remember, this is just between you and me, all right? And by you, the listener, who this is, this frequency in particular is only being received by you. I'm very glad it's not being received by man behind the machine. Trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm ducked down behind a bookshelf in a zoo out here, man. At any time, I could get attacked by a puma, man. But listen, I've tapped into it. I realize that the movie War Games, it's, it's, it's all coming together, man. The movie War Games is based on the real-life reality of Man Behind the Machine, man. No, Man Behind the Machine is not the little boy. He's the computer artificial intelligence itself. Now listen, don't let this get out. Don't let this get out and don't let Man Behind the Machine hear this recording. Computer Creator War Game Simulation 1. Choose your side, human or machine. 2. Choose your weapons, guns, knives, or hand-to-hand -hand combat. 3. Choose your battlefield, city, forest, or open field. 4. Choose your strategy, all-out assault, stealthy infiltration, or defensive position. 5. The battle begins. 6. Fight until one side is victorious. Computer Creator War Game Simulation US First Strike USSR First Strike NATO Slash Warsaw Pact Far East Strategy Middle East Crisis European Theatre South American Theatre You are the commander of the United States forces in a global nuclear war. Your mission is to lead your forces to victory against the enemy. You will need to make decisions about where to allocate your forces, what targets to attack, and how to respond to the enemy's moves. The game will simulate the nuclear war at a strategic level, meaning that you will not be controlling individual units, but rather making decisions about the overall direction of the war. You will need to consider the following factors, the enemy's forces and capabilities the location of your forces the targets you choose to. You will need to consider the following factors, the enemy's forces and capabilities the location of your forces the targets you choose to attack the weather conditions the terrain the game will end when one side has achieved victory or the nuclear WOPR computer US first strike USSR first strike NATO slash Warsaw Pact Far East strategy US USSR escalation Middle East war USSR-China attack India-Pakistan war Mediterranean war Hong Kong variant CETO decapitating Cuban provocation Atlantic heavy Cuban paramilitary Nicaraguan preemptive Pacific territorial 
Burmese theatre-wide. Turkish decoy. Argentina sick escalation. Iceland maximum. Arabian theatre-wide. U.S. subversion. Australian maneuver. Sudan surprise. NATO territorial. Zaire alliance. Iceland incident. English escalation. Middle East heavy. Mexican takeover. Chad alert. Saudi maneuver. African territorial. Ethiopian escalation. Turkish heavy. NATO incursion. U.S. defense. Cambodian heavy. Pact medium. Arctic minimal. Mexican domestic. Taiwan theater-wide. Pacific maneuver. Portugal revolution. Albanian decoy. Palestinian local. Moroccan minimal. Bavarian diversity. Czech option. French alliance. Arabian clandestine. Gabon rebellion. Northern maximum. Danish paramilitary. CETO takeover. Hawaiian escalation. Iranian maneuver. NATO containment. Swiss incident. Cuban minimal. Shad alert. Iceland escalation. Vietnamese retaliation. Syrian provocation. Libyan local. Gabon takeover. Romanian war. Middle East offensive. Denmark massive. Chile confrontation. South African subversion. USSR alert. Nicaraguan thrust. Greenland domestic. Iceland heavy. Kenya option. Pacific defense. Uganda maximum. Thai subversion. Romanian strike. Pakistan sovereignty. Afghan misdirection. Ethiopian local. Italian takeover. Vietnamese incident. English preemptive. Denmark alternate. Thai confrontation. Taiwan surprise. Brazilian strike. Venezuela sudden. Malaysian alert. Israel discretionary. Libyan action. Palestinian tactical. NATO alternate. Cyprus maneuver. Egypt misdirection. Bangladesh thrust. Kenya defense. Bangladesh containment. Vietnamese strike. Albanian containment. Gabon surprise. Iraq sovereignty. Vietnamese sudden. Lebanon interdiction. Taiwan domestic. Algerian sovereignty. Arabian strike. Atlantic sudden. Mongolian thrust. Polish decoy. Alaskan discretionary. Canadian thrust. Arabian light. South African domestic. Tunisian incident. Malaysian maneuver. Jamaica decoy. Malaysian minimal. Russian sovereignty. Chad option. Bangladesh war. Burmese containment. Asian theater wide. Bulgarian clandestine. Greenland incursion. Egypt surgical. Czech heavy. Taiwan confrontation. Greenland maximum. Uganda offensive. Caspian defense. 
Computer Creator War Game Simulation U.S. First Strike USSR First Strike 1. The United States launches a first strike against the Soviet Union. 2. The Soviet Union retaliates with a first strike against the United States. 3. Both sides launch nuclear weapons at each other. 4. Massive destruction and loss of life occur on both sides. 5. The war ends with both sides in a state of devastation. There are many ways to simulate war games. One way is to create a board game that simulates the battlefield. Another way is to create a computer game that simulates the battlefield. There are many war games that can be simulated on a computer. Some examples include strategy games like Civilization, real-time tactics games like Company of Heroes, and first-person shooters like Call of Duty. Global Thermonuclear War Nuclear War Simulator Nuclear Weapons Effects Simulation Computer simulate war games with cyber war or conventional There are many war games that can be played with either cyber war or conventional warfare. Some examples include, Risk Chess Stratego Battleship Axis and Allies. There are many different types of war games, but most can be classified as either cyber war or conventional. Cyber war games are typically focused on the use of computer networks and information technology to attack and defend against enemy forces. In these games, players must use their hacking skills to penetrate enemy systems, plant viruses and malware, and otherwise disrupt or disable critical infrastructure. Conventional war games, on the other hand, focus on more traditional forms of warfare such as ground combat, naval warfare, and air combat. These games often involve large-scale military operations with hundreds or even thousands of troops involved. Summarize this for a second-grade student, Jupiter is the fifth planet from the Sun and the largest in the solar system. It is a gas giant with a mass one-thousandth that of the Sun, but two and a half times that of all the other planets in the solar system combined. Jupiter is one of the brightest objects visible to the naked eye in the night sky, and has been known to ancient civilizations since before recorded history. It is named after the Roman god Jupiter. 19. When viewed from Earth, Jupiter can be bright enough for its reflected light to cast visible shadows. 20. And is on average the third brightest natural object in the night sky after the Moon and Venus. Jupiter is the fifth planet from the Sun and is the largest planet in the solar system. It is very bright and can often be seen in the night sky. It is named after the Roman god Jupiter. The first off-world colony was established on the Moon. The colony was a joint effort between the United States and the Soviet Union. The colony was established in order to mine the Moon's resources and to conduct research. The colony was a success and the two countries continued to cooperate in order to maintain the colony. However, the colony was eventually abandoned when the resources were depleted and the cost of maintaining the colony became too high. Write a story about an off-world colony I was born on the off-world colony of New Terra. It was a small colony, established about 50 years ago by a group of Earth scientists and entrepreneurs. The planet was rich in minerals and other natural resources, and the colonists hoped to create a self-sustaining community that would be a model for future off-world colonies. The first few years were tough, 
as the colonists struggled to adapt to the hostile environment. But they persevered, and slowly the colony began to thrive. We had our own food production, energy generation, and waste recycling systems. We even developed our own form of government, based on the principles of democracy and self-sufficiency. Life on New Terra was hard, but it was also good. We were a close-knit community, and we worked together to make our colony thrive. Then, about ten years ago, things started to change. We began to receive strange signals from an unknown source. At first we thought they were just interference, but then we realized that they were deliberately trying to communicate with us. We didn't know who or what they were, but we knew that they were not from Earth. They were from another world, a world that we had never even imagined existed. And then, one day, they came. They came to our world in massive ships, and they began to take over. They enslaved our people and forced us to work for them. Our once thriving colony was now a prison, and we were its prisoners. We don't know what they want from us, but we know that we have to resist. We have to fight back against our oppressors and take back our world. We will never give up, and one day we will be free again. The first thing that struck me about the off-world colony was the smell. It was a mixture of sweat, blood and metal that hung in the air like a thick fog. The second thing was the noise. It was a constant din of machinery and shouting that made my head throb. And the third thing was the heat. It was like standing in front of a furnace, only there was no escape from it. I had been sent to the off-world colony on Alpha Centauri to investigate reports of slave labor being used in the mining operations there. What I found was a nightmarish scene straight out of a horror movie. The slaves were worked to the bone in dangerous and unhealthy conditions, with no respite and no hope of ever escaping. I spoke to one of the slaves, a young woman named Sarah, who told me her story. She had been abducted from her home on Earth and sold into slavery. She had been working in the mines for months, and had already seen several of her friends die. The conditions were so brutal that she was sure she would be next. I was horrified by what I heard, and even more so when I saw it with my own eyes. I knew I had to do something to help these poor people, but I wasn't sure what. Then I remembered that I had a friend who worked for a company that specialized in rescuing slaves. I contacted her and she agreed to help. Together. We formulated a plan to rescue the slaves from the off-world colony. We knew it would be dangerous, but we were determined to succeed. We gathered a team of volunteers and set off for Alpha Centauri. The rescue operation was a success, and we were able to get all of the slaves off-world. It was a risky mission, but it was worth it to see the look of hope in Sarah's eyes. She told me that she would never forget what we did for her, and I told her that I would never forget her either. Write a story about an off-world colony, Alpha Centauri, mining, off-world slave labor, total recall and artificial intelligence robots, clones, drones and droids. The off-world colony of Alpha Centauri was established for the purpose of mining the valuable resources of the planet. However, the colony soon became a haven for criminals and outcasts, and the conditions for the workers were deplorable. The use of off-world slave labor soon became commonplace, and the colonists began to experiment with artificial intelligence, clones, and drones to help with the mining operations. 
However, these experiments often went wrong, and the resulting robots, clones, and drones were often more trouble than they were worth. The colonists began to regret ever coming to Alpha Centauri, and many of them began to long for the Earth they had left behind. Artificial intelligence robots, clones, drones and droids and servos to serve the corporation that is in charge of the payloads of raw materials that are brought back to Earth to be used to help with the never-ending war. The never-ending war waged by the corporations has left the Earth a toxic wasteland. The last of the humans have fled to an off-world colony, Alpha Centauri, in the hopes of finding a new home. The corporations have followed them, mining the colony for raw materials to use in their war efforts. To increase profits, the corporations have employed off-world slave labor, clones, drones, and droids to do their bidding. The humans on Alpha Centauri are desperate. They are fighting for their very survival. To make matters worse, the corporations have developed artificial intelligence robots that can total recall every moment of a person's life. The clones, drones, and droids are controlled by these AI robots and are used to mine the colony for raw materials. The humans are at the mercy of the corporations. There is no hope for the humans on Alpha Centauri. They are trapped in a never-ending cycle of servitude and exploitation. The only way out is to escape the colony and find a new home, but that seems increasingly unlikely as the grip of the corporations tightens. NSO spyware Pegasus targeted US phones indirectly, despite the company forbidding customers from infecting phones with American SIMs. Devices belonging to Catalan politicians and others were also infected, with the Spanish government suspected to be responsible. Additionally, it was discovered that a device connected to the network at 10 Downing Street, the office of British Prime Minister Boris Johnson, was also infected. Background NSO Group makes spyware called Pegasus, which is sold to government and law enforcement agencies. The company purchases so-called zero-day vulnerabilities, ones that are unknown to Apple, from hackers, and its software is said to be capable of mounting zero-click exploits, where no user interaction is required by the target. In particular, it's reported that simply receiving a particular iMessage, without opening it or interacting with it in any way, can allow an iPhone to be compromised, with personal data exposed. NSO imposes some conditions on those purchasing Pegasus, one of which is that it must never be used to hack phones with US phone numbers. It likely does this to avoid a robust response by the American government and its intelligence agencies. Pegasus has already been declared a national security risk, and its use is prohibited within the US. Pegasus targeted US phones indirectly Citizen Lab, an initiative of Canada's University of Toronto, says that it found evidence that the powerful spyware Pegasus was used to indirectly target US phones. The approach used is known as off-center targeting. Targeting friends, family, members, and close associates is a common practice for some hacking operations. This technique allows an attacker to gather information about a primary target without necessarily maintaining access to that person's device. In some cases, the primary target may also be infected, but in others this may not be feasible for various reasons. We observed several cases of relational or off-center targeting, spouses, siblings, parents, staff, 
or close associates of primary targets were targeted and infected with Pegasus. In some cases those individuals may also have been targeted, but forensic information was unavailable. In others, we found no evidence that a primary target was infected with Pegasus, but found targeting of their intimates. For example, one individual targeted with Kandiru, had a US SIM card in their device, and resided in the US. We failed to find evidence that this individual was infected with Pegasus. This is consistent with reports that most Pegasus customers are not permitted to target US numbers. However, both of the target's parents use phones with Spanish numbers, and were targeted on the day that the primary target flew back to Spain from the US. Neither parent is politically active or likely to have been targeted because of who they are or what they do. In other words, texts and other messages sent by a US phone could be intercepted by hacking phones belonging to the target's overseas family, friends, and other contacts. British Prime Minister's office successfully targeted a piece in an upcoming edition of The New Yorker reveals that Pegasus also successfully targeted 10 Downing Street, the office of the British Prime Minister. Pegasus was used to infect a device connected to the network at 10 Downing Street, the office of Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. A government official confirmed to me that the network was compromised without specifying the spyware used. When we found the number 10 case, my jaw dropped. John Scott Trailton, a senior researcher at the Citizen Lab, recalled. We suspect this included the exfiltration of data, Bill Marzak, another senior researcher there, added. The official told me that the National Cyber Security Center, a branch of British intelligence, tested several phones at Downing Street, including Johnson's. It was difficult to conduct a thorough search of phones, it's a bloody hard job, the official said, and the agency was unable to locate the infected device. The nature of any data that may have been taken was never determined. Extensive Pegasus attack against Catalan Citizen Lab also found that at least 63 people in Catalonia had their devices attacked by Pegasus, with the Spanish government the prime suspect. The hacking covers a spectrum of civil society in Catalonia, from academics and activists to non-governmental organizations NGOs. Catalonia's government and elected officials were also extensively targeted, from the highest levels of Catalan government to members of the European Parliament, legislators, and their staff and family members. We do not conclusively attribute the targeting to a specific government but extensive circumstantial evidence points to the Spanish government, with the target's consent, we obtained forensic artifacts from their devices that we examined for evidence of Pegasus infections. Our forensic analysis enables us to conclude with high confidence that, of the 63 people targeted with Pegasus, at least 51 individuals were infected. It was last week reported that Apple warned senior EU officials that, their iPhones had been hacked by Pegasus. The Cupertino company proactively looks for signs that iPhones have been compromised by Pegasus, and sends an alert to victims. Note that nothing should be read into more reports of infected iPhones than Android devices, iOS makes it easier to detect when a device has been infected, so iPhones account for the majority of confirmed cases but the number of infected Android phones is likely higher.
FTC, we use income earning auto affiliate links. More. In case MacBook cases you're reading 9 to 5 Mac, experts who break news about Apple and its surrounding ecosystem, day after day. Be sure to check out our homepage for all the latest news, and follow 9 to 5 Mac on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn to stay in the loop. Don't know where to start? Check out our exclusive stories, reviews, how tos, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check out 9 to 5 Mac on YouTube for more Apple news. Guides iPhone iPhone introduced in 2007 by Steve Jobs. iPhone is Apple's flagship iOS device and easily its most popular product around the world. The iPhone runs iOS and includes a large collection of mobile apps through the App Store. Privacy 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 is a growing concern in today's world. Follow along with all our coverage related to privacy, security, and more in our guide. Apple Watch, for advanced health features to try Apple Store employees take steps towards unionizing 5 must-have Mac accessories inside the Apple Silicon transition for Mac Next powered by WordPress Viper Russia this week sent a formal diplomatic note to the United States warning that U.S. and NATO shipments of the most sensitive weapons systems to Ukraine were adding fuel to the conflict there and could bring unpredictable consequences. Are you on Telegram? Subscribe to our channel for the latest updates on Russia's war in Ukraine. The diplomatic demarker, a copy of which was reviewed by the Washington Post, came as President Biden approved a dramatic expansion in their scope of weapons being provided to Ukraine an $800 million package including 155mm howitzers, a serious upgrade in long-range artillery to match Russian systems, coastal defense drones and armored vehicles, as well as additional portable anti-aircraft and anti-tank weapons and millions of rounds of ammunition. Pentagon will bolster military aid, weapons training for Ukrainians The United States has also facilitated the shipment to Ukraine of long-range air defense systems, including Slovakia's shipment of Russian-manufactured Soviet-era S-300 launchers on which Ukrainian forces have already been trained. In exchange, the administration announced last week, the United States is deploying a Patriot missile system to Slovakia and consulting with Slovakia on a long-term replacement. Pegasus is spyware can be covered against torn on mobile phones and other devices running most one versions of iOS and Android. Two, Pegasus is able to exploit iOS versions up to 14.6 through a zero-click exploit. One, as of 2022, Pegasus was capable of reading text messages, tracking calls, collecting passwords, location tracking, accessing the target device's microphone and camera, and harvesting information from apps. 3-4, the spyware is named after Pegasus, the winged horse of Greek mythology. It is a Trojan horse computer virus that can be sent flying through the air to infect cell phones. Pegasus was discovered in August 2016 after a failed installation attempt on the iPhone of a human rights activist led to an investigation revealing details about the spyware, its abilities, and the security vulnerabilities it exploited. News of the spyware caused significant media coverage. 
It was called the most sophisticated smartphone attack ever, and was the first time that a malicious remote exploit used jailbreaking to gain unrestricted access to an iPhone. 6. The spyware has been used for surveillance of anti-regime activists, journalists, and political leaders from several nations around the world. 7. In July 2021, the investigation initiative Pegasus Project, along with an in-depth analysis by Human Rights Group Amnesty International, reported that Pegasus was still being widely used against high-profile targets. The spyware can be installed on devices running certain versions of iOS, Apple's mobile operating system, as well as some Android devices. One, rather than being a specific exploit, Pegasus is a suite of exploits that uses many vulnerabilities in the system. Infection vectors include cloaking links, the Photos app, the Apple Music app, and iMessage. Some of the exploits Pegasus uses are zero-click, that is, they can run without any interaction from the victim. Once installed, Pegasus has been reported to be able to run arbitrary code. Extract contacts, call logs, messages, photos, web browsing history, settings, 29, as well as gather information from apps including but not limited to communications apps iMessage, Gmail, Viber, Facebook, WhatsApp, Telegram, and Skype. 30. In April 2017, after a lookout report, Google researchers discovered Android malware believed to be created by NSO Group Technologies and named it Krizar, Pegasus' brother in Greek mythology. According to Google, Krizar is believed to be related to the Pegasus spyware. 31. At the 2017 Security Analyst Summit held by Kaspersky Lab, researchers revealed that Pegasus was available for Android in addition to iOS. Its functionality is similar to the iOS version, but the mode of attack is different. The Android version tries to gain root access, similar to jailbreaking in iOS. If it fails, it asks the user for permissions that enable it to harvest at least some data. At the time, Google said that only a few Android devices had been infected. 32. Pegasus hides itself as far as is possible and self-destructs in an attempt to eliminate evidence if unable to communicate with its command and control server for more than 60 days, or if on the wrong device. Pegasus also can self-destruct on command. 32. If it is not possible to compromise a target device by simpler means, Pegasus can be installed by setting up a wireless transceiver near a target device, or by gaining physical access to the device. David Lightman was a master at computer games. A fast thinker. Oh, David! Maybe you could tell us who first suggested the idea of reproduction without sex. Your wife? <laughs> and a promising student. Hi. An only game. Hi. With an electronic twist. Those are great. Yeah. I don't think that I deserve it. Do you? Found the right code word to play the game. We're in. 
But it was the wrong computer. Shall we play a game? I could ask you that. How about mobile and nuclear?